1: You are jamming with Jason Mefford, where you hear inspiring interviews with some amazing people. Some are famous, some may seem ordinary, and they are all doing extraordinary things to positively change the world. Sometimes it's just you and me having an intimate and authentic conversation about how you can change the world around you and rewrite the story of your life by being more authentic, accepting and loving yourself more and spreading love to others since really all you need is love and what the world needs now is love sweet love we discuss all aspects of self-improvement growth and so much more great content insightful advice that's practical and helpful to anyone that listens you're always eager to come back for more and share with your friends and family since you learn something in every episode. So sit back and enjoy the easy listening while you feel seen and heard in this informative, authentic, and entertaining podcast. Now, let's roll that beautiful podcast footage.
0: Hello, hello, everyone. This is Practicing Life and I am your host, Ashley Pitzer. And I have a fabulous guest on my show today. I'm so excited. This is Jason Medford. And so for all of you out there that don't know him, he's like a mystery man to me. And I'm so excited to have him on my podcast and get to really pick his brain and like learn why he's so magical and mysterious. So for all of my heartfelt leaders, I'm just so excited for to just have this interview and share his story so just a little background Jason has had like multiple careers I I found out that we are both like at one point risk managers and but the thing is, is he's always piqued my interest because he has these fabulous stories about music and like the way he makes like I don't even like music to the extent of like the why behind an artist. But when I listen to his stories, I'm 100% drawn in. I want to know more. He has this magical touch. I've even heard him sing sometimes. Everything about him pulls you in. It's amazing. It's magical. So Jason and I met through a common program called Transformation. Transformation. I'm going blank transformation coaching program. It was with Jim Fortin. And so in this, in this um, program, I've talked about it before. It was all about transforming your life and, and living your best life. And that means like working on your inner being and choosing what you want to think that is the most empowering thing. And Jason always stood out to me because of these, like he, he would just have these really great insights. And so we would leave these Facebook live videos and, I I looked forward to his all the time. I just have to be honest with that. I looked forward to it because he was always going to share something super insightful, impactful, and I wasn't even expecting it or looking for it. And then I would hear it. And I was like, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And so I had to have him on my podcast. I have to know all of the things about him and figure out what's his secret because he's amazing. So let's hear it, Jason.
1: <laughs> you want to know what makes me amazing? I don't know. It's, still, it's <laughs> know. a mystery to me as well, right? So, <laughs> no, it's well, it's funny because you uh, um, so thank you for right. those kind words. It's it's nice to know. I do a lot of videos I do a lot of podcasts, I mean I put out a lot of content and you never really know who's listening to it or the impact that you're actually having unless people like you actually share with me. Right so it's like there's some days it's like God damn it nobody's listening well I know people are listening right but. But sometimes you don't get the feedback but it's interesting the way that you introduced me as well, because i'm the kind of person who doesn't like to get put in a box okay okay and so what's funny is i mean you can i mean you can put lots of different labels on me and i'll just kind of share kind of how i describe myself with the underlying uh I really like the term "international man of mystery." Ooh, <laughs> Ooh wow. right, Austin Powers, right? Hey, baby! Well, write this down for my next
0: book.
1: <laughs> international man of mystery, and and you'll you'll hear more probably about that if I depending on the stories that I end up sharing and and why I, I kind of consider myself that. But it's I, I like to leave people wondering a little bit right you
0: do that successfully. I do that
1: to a lot of people I do that on purpose right and a lot of times I will use some words that are different to describe myself so one one word that I use is edutainer okay it's like
0: yeah you combine. I was
1: an edutainer yeah well and I, I I think I don't know if Walt Disney was the first one to to do it but I know he used the word back in the 50s but yeah it's a combination of entertainment and education right because i mean for most of my life i've i've been in some teaching or training kind of capacity but i always want to make it fun as well right and so whatever i tend to be doing i'm i'm teaching all the time but most people don't realize that i'm teaching right it's so even just fun. like when when you were referring to some of the Facebook lives and other things that I do I'm teaching and I'm sprinkling little things in there that a lot of times people don't even realize you know they'll get themselves into kind of a hypnotic trance and they don't even realize but they're receiving something from me
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which usually is some healing and some hope and some love from me
0: all wonderful things
1: right because that's what I want to help help the world with um so you get a little bit of that with me right um I use a word conciliary,
0: Ooh, conciliary
1: right well I know, if you're,
0: exactly. if you're familiar
1: with the Godfather movies right the conciliary is the right-hand man of, of the mob boss so he's the person who can argue with the boss but really tells the boss what the boss needs to hear right and so in those organizations actually the the sicilian mafia created that kind of role in their org chart because the problem is you know in, in something like that where you've got a very patriarchal hierarchical order nobody questions the boss
0: that's right yeah right
1: but sometimes the boss needs a confidential advisor and someone to just tell them how it really is. So sometimes I fill that role for business business owners or entrepreneur or uh, uh, executives as well, because I've worked a lot in the corporate area. And like you said, with audit, risk management, ethics, compliance, information security—really fun, sexy stuff, right?
0: Oh, he, well, um, to me it is. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, so, so that's an that's another another way that I describe myself: media producer. Right. Because like I said, I've I've produced, I don't know, 600 podcasts and probably at least that many videos and between 500 and a thousand trainings over my life. So all that kind of stuff as well, too. Right. And then and then because I I like to be a little a a little quirky and a little weird, sometimes I'll play with people, too. (laughs) So so here's one. Here's one of Jason's bad jokes. When people would sometimes ask me, "So what do you do, Jason?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm in the adult entertainment business."
0: Okay, because your brain goes to something.
1: I know, <laughs> right? And so everybody <laughs> like jumps to porn, right? Like Jason's got yeah. a porn company. Well, no, I you know I, I entertain and educate adults, just not that way, right? But it gets people, you know, it's it's kind of like w- what, right?
0: Yeah, you get and, and then I, I
1: usually very quickly, you know, no, I'm not into porn. Right. But I remember I was, I was at some dinner or cocktail party and there was this one woman, you know, that, that was sitting at the table and I I told him, I told everybody it was a joke, but like five minutes later, she's like, so what is it like to run a porn company? And I'm like, oh, no. I was kidding, <laughs> but it, it took her a little while to like, realize that no that's not really what I what I do
0: okay so, so you know what I, oh go
1: ahead oh no okay
0: no, no, yeah I, I was gonna be like you, when you first said that you're kind of like the 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 confidential advisor and you're playing that right hand man my brain immediately went to well who's the boss and so I was like oh the boss is like each individual like each listener that you're talking to on your podcast is like they're the boss of their own life but they're so resistant Mm -hmm. and then you come in and you somehow like get through that resistant wall like a ninja (laughs) (laughs) through osmosis you just like and all of a sudden you are that right hand man so like you were talking about like literally businesses and companies and I was like Oh dang, your reach is huge! <laughs>
1: like, well, yeah, because it's the individuals as well, right? Yeah, and, and and that's that's one of the things that that really. Actually, I was on a call with some other people this morning. It was a coaching, another coaching group that I belong to, and and they were. Somebody actually brought that up about me oh. that I that I didn't realize was that I guess I have a way, and you kind of mirrored it back to me, but I guess I have a way of kind of shaking people's beliefs myth busting getting people to kind of you know break some of their limiting beliefs but in a way that they don't resist it and they Mm -hmm. they don't even question it you know because because most people kind of grab somebody and they'll shake them and they'll slap them in the face you know figuratively speaking to kind of get them to wake up but I try to do it in such a way that they just kind of realize and come to that on their own and like you said because every person is their own boss and and you know i can't tell you what to do ashley that would be wrong of me right to tell you what to do it's not my choice it It is is your choice it violates your free will yeah but you know obviously i can provide some guidance or some advice or ask some questions, right? To get you thinking just to make sure that you're making the right choice for yourself. And to me, that's really important because especially now we see a lot of people who, I'm I'm gonna use the word hero worship, Mm -hmm. okay? And where they will just give over their power effectively to somebody else and say oh my gosh Ashley I love you you're the greatest thing just tell me what I need to do right and there's a lot of people out there that are coaches that are quote-unquote influencers online yeah that are telling people what to do and people are handing over their power and just making choices or trying to be like that other person which is horrible horrible in my opinion right because you're you're effectively taking away someone else's free will they're yeah. the boss they need to make the decision yes can i provide some insight to maybe you know if you've got a blind spot that you're not seeing of course but i'm going to share it and then it's your choice baby you do with it what you want to do do it don't do it i don't care right it's yeah. it's it's up to you it's your life
0: I see like, as far as me, like as an objective person here, when I think about you, it just seems like you're indifferent, whether or not they take it or not, but you still have this very confident, calm, like energy. And there's just this, like, I'm going to let you know but what you do with it is yours. And like, there's no attachment to it. And and then like that really makes it really easy. It's not somebody's like coming up to you and saying, you have to change. You have to be somebody else. You have to do this. Like, it just is like, oh, this was shared with me. Now I can do with it what I want. And there's no reason to resist that because you have let the person be how they want to be and how they want to respond to it. So it's,
1: well I because I I I know for me personally right I mean <clears throat> I'm a pretty easy going calm peaceful guy but people can still trigger me right oh,
0: yeah.
1: and one thing that triggers me and gets me to dig in my heels is when somebody tries to force me to do something yeah If someone tries to force me to do something, I will resist, even if I know it's exactly what I need to do. I will resist. I will dig my heels in and literally, I mean, when people really push hard on me, I can literally feel myself get small and go back into the corner like, fuck you, I am not doing this. I am not here. You cannot see me. You cannot touch me. (laughs) right sort of a thing yeah and so I don't like that when people do that to me right because that's controlling
0: yeah it is
1: and that's taking away somebody else's free will that's effectively treating another adult like you would treat a three or four-year-old child and not Mm -hmm. even that we should be doing that to three or four-year-old children either right but there there tends to be this need by a lot of people to control or have the illusion of control when we don't we don't have control over over anything right we we control the choices that we make right but we we're the ones who have to make those those choices
0: yeah and when you were speaking earlier I was, I would tell you that I was one of those people who gave away my authority. That was something I had to really work on. So I can definitely relate to that because for the longest time, even like, even in my marriage with my husband, I got in for a while, I was really into like the Christian faith. And like, so I really took it to heart, literally, like Mm -hmm. my husband is the head of the household. He gets the final say. And I was like, okay, I don't agree with you, but you're the head of the household. But I did it not even on my, like, not just in my marriage, but I did it like on everything. Like, like let's say i had a life coach and my life coach told me to do this and i'd be like i don't really agree with that but you know like i trust you and it, like a literally like what i was literally saying was i trust your opinion over mine but i didn't see that for the longest time it it took a lot of work
1: well and and what's interesting i mean there there are a lot of people that that are very persuasive mm, yeah yeah and and either either they're persuasive from a psychological and manipulative standpoint, right? So they they know how to twist words, they know how to make you feel certain ways so that they can kind of get you to do what they want you to do. There's other people who they're not necessarily being manipulative, but they're such a powerful, charismatic kind of person that we just kind of want to go along and do what they're saying right because we kind of get caught up in their power mm-hmm. and so what's important I mean the same thing it's like I, I don't necessarily want followers I don't want people to be like oh Jason you're the greatest mm-hmm. no I mean if you like what I'm saying listen to me you know show me some love I'll show you some love kind of thing but you know I just have to be me and say things that and do things the way I need to do it right But I never want somebody to just believe me, just do what I'm suggesting without then kind of going back into themselves and into their own personal power and saying, you know, what Jason said made a lot of sense, but is that the right thing for me? Right. Mm -hmm. So so even when I'm coaching people, coaching executives or, you know, in people's careers or whatever else I'm doing, it's like, I don't ever want to tell them what to do. I want, I want to give them advice, but then have them, you know, stop and consider it and think, well, is this what I need to do? Because okay. ultimately that's, we all have to make our own choices.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. What you're saying is I encourage you to ask questions to challenge what I'm saying and to choose what's best for you, which is yeah. what a true like coach. Well, like that's what should distinguish the difference between like a coach and an advisor, so, because um, I know you play roles where you probably have to straddle both of those worlds.
1: A, a little bit. I mean, now that I'm, you know, w- within my businesses as an owner and, and the boss, if you will, I kind of do. But but I still kind of treat the people that I work with the same way, um, you know, for the most part, um, I think. But you know being being out of corporate america now for for so long i don't i don't have to kind of fit into that mold i don't i don't even have to to say what 's expected of me and I know that's that's one thing that for a long time I kind of struggled with in the last few years i've kind of stepped more into who I am right growing this crazy crazy looking beard and, you know, not wearing a tie anymore and just showing up in t-shirts if I feel like t-shirts or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And just saying what I feel like I need to say, because for a lot of my life, and I think most people are this way, is we're told how to dress. Mm -hmm. We're told what to say, what not to say, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, well, if you're a lawyer, then a lawyer has to act this way oh if you're a a mom or a dad then you have to act this way oh if you're a born-again christian or you're a buddhist or whatever you have to act this way right yeah but you don't (laughs) right it's like it's like there's eight billion people in this world which means there's eight billion different ways of doing things (laughs) eight billion people who have different life experiences right and so to try to make everyone do things the same way or make everyone believe the same things or tell everyone that you have to do xyz or else you're not successful is bullshit. yeah <laughs> i'll just say it right i mean it's in but it's 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 people who like to control and manipulate who tell people to do that. And a lot of it, there's an underlying economic or power play to it, right? Like, you know, it's like a beer commercial, you know, drink my beer. And all of a sudden, attractive, scantily clad people will be on the beach (laughs) with you, right?
0: Well, and that's the tricky thing about marketing because marketing is, I mean, the principle behind it is I will tell you what to think. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, cause like I, you, maybe you, you, have probably had podcasts on this already, like on your own show, but like, you know, like, when, like for instance, on my own business, right. My job is to, uh, you know, for like my book, my job is to write this book and tell people what it's about. And then I sit there and I have these moments where I'm like, yeah, but everybody, like, I'm I'm also like a coach. So I'm like, everybody defines something different. So let's take something really simple, like enemies to lovers, right? Well, like my definition of enemies is going to be different than your definition. And how, how are we having commonality between this language? Maybe they just don't like each other. Does that make them enemies? Where, where's the boundaries? Right. And so like, I'm very like, well, I want to classify things to properly market it. But then when you go on and you talk to a marketing person, they're like, stop with all this head stuff. You tell them what to think and they'll think it.
1: Well, and that's, that's why, again, it's the, as I've, as I've evolved more, um, there's certain parts of business that are just icky. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll just be honest with it. And, and unfortunately, a lot of times where, where it really comes back to it, in, in my opinion, is more like the stoic Greeks of your intention. Mm. Right. So if your intention is to tell people, What to think and and the only reason you're doing that is to make money. And you're putting people in fear that oh my gosh if I don't have this product, then i'm going to have a really sucky life right if that's your intention to put people into fear and anxiety, so that they will feel the need to buy your product. To me that's wrong
0: yeah because it's probably not
1: yeah it's it's creating harm you know and and probably 90 99 of the marketing is that way because that's unfortunately how how people choose to market that's how I've been taught to market I mean I've I've done it myself because I I was told that's what you have to do Mm -hmm. and I've really gotten kind of sick of that right because I don't want people to be in fear and anxiety
0: yeah that's not the energy I'm going for either
1: that's that's not the energy I want to go for I don't want to put people there right it's like I'd rather not make money than put people there to make money off of that right I mean but at the same point I mean don't get me wrong I've got businesses to run I've I've got employees to pay but I'm trying to look at things more. And I don't know what the right thing is. I use this term on, in one group call I was in, I said, we need to figure out how to do love marketing.
0: Oh, I like it.
1: And everybody's like, damn, that actually sounds pretty good. I don't know what it looks like exactly, but you know, instead of, instead of putting people in fear and anxiety, what if we give people hope? And it's actually, it's actually a product or it's actually a service that, we know will benefit them. And again, don't get me wrong. I mean, a lot of businesses that are out there, they're helping people. Mm-hmm. And if that's your intention is to help people and that's your, your primary focus is to help people and make the world a better place, then of course you should make money. People should buy your products. People should support businesses who are trying to make a difference in the world, right? Yeah. Um, we should do that. And so same thing right with your book and I I don't you're not this kind of person anyway. Mm -hmm. Right. But but I would say, yeah, if if you're if you're out there going, if you don't read my book, you're going to hell. (laughs) No, (laughs) but you're not going to say anything like that. Right. But 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 that's the equivalent of what a lot of people are doing out there with whatever it is that they're that they're peddling is your life is going to suck. You're going to go to hell you're never going to make any money. You're never going to amount to anything unless you hire me as a coach or yeah, you, you buy will, my will widget. Yeah. You can't figure this out on your own. Right. Where yeah. it's like,
0: oh, those I keepers.
1: I would much rather teach people how to fish and let them fish. Yeah. Right. Because when people learn how to do things and do it for themselves,
0: that's freedom it is it's so wonderful that's
1: freedom and so if you're the kind of person who is always trying to be a gatekeeper or always making people come back to you for the answer how are you any different than a dictator yeah or anybody else who's you know providing influence or control over somebody else and you're the only way I'm the yeah. hero. I'm the savior without me.
0: <laughs> that's where my brain went. The savior. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and so-, so
1: I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. Right. No, so I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm never going to make millions of dollars and that's okay. Cause I got to live with myself at the end of the day, or maybe I will. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm not attached to it one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but my goal is to help people and help people so they can help themselves. And so they can truly be free. free financially free emotionally free spiritually free whatever you want to put behind it but you know empower people help them be who they really are and be uniquely who they are and be authentic to who they are and live an aligned life right which is one of the things again I love about you yeah right I mean we've talked about this before is that you've kind of over, over your life, you've kind of, you know, you keep kind of clicking that in and now you're doing something that feels much more aligned Mm -hmm. for you. And what you're doing is helping the world. I love seeing that. I love seeing that.
0: And I'm very grateful to be here. And even I was even thinking, so when you're talking about love marketing, one of the questions that I had for you is like a sketch in my mind was like, you know, like why are you doing all this podcast? What do you want people to experience? Like, what is driving you? And really, what is driving you? In my mind, you've already answered this question. What is driving you is that you want to give people like the freedom, the freedom of choice, the freedom to choose what's right for them, the freedom to just have the the, the alignment in their soul between the choices that they're making, the integrity within themselves.
1: Yeah, and 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 I mean there are <clears throat> there are beings in this world. I'll, I'll I'll give you a little
0: Yeah, let's go woo baby.
1: I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a little analogy on okay. this, right? And we'll, you know, we can talk about aliens or not talk about aliens, but anyway, we'll
0: They're here.
1: <laughs> they're here. They're all around us. But let me let me give you a little analogy that I think hopefully kind of helps explain to why I feel strongly about this and and the underlying you know damn oh, it, you're I'm kind of, intrigued you're,
0: you've got you're,
1: you're giving away some of my secrets right
0: you've got me hooked and sunk I'm <laughs> I you gotta go. hear Here the story
1: go. I'm really, in, really in. I know um, if you remember the movie Monsters Inc you remember that movie <laughs> it's so beautiful, beautiful movie right uh-huh. Be- beautiful movie you know um monsters who their job at Monsters Inc was to you know each night they would they would go into kids closets Mm -hmm. and they would jump out and scare the kids right and when the kids screamed ah you know they were afraid the 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 little monsters had this canister that would collect the energy Mm -hmm. from those kids the screams from those kids yes then they jump back through the doors or the portals They'd go back to monsters inc and they'd upload the energy and that was the energy that monsters inc and the city that they lived in
0: it sustained them
1: sustained them was the fear of these children they would go scare the children they would collect the fear energy from those children and meanwhile they, would, they were
0: afraid of them too because they were taught to be afraid of them
1: and they were afraid of them as well right
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: so when you have that ish, instance where i think what is it sully and Mike I think were the two monsters named right they found Boo and and some mishap happened and so she wasn't actually afraid of them and she ended up tagging along with them and they became friends and what they realized was when Boo would laugh when she was happy the energy that she gave off was exponential yeah right from the energy from the energy of fear
0: Mm -hmm.
1: okay and doesn't that tell us something
0: yeah i never correlated that on, on that show even yeah so brilliant i love this metaphor
1: so what i will tell you is there are beings just like monsters inc who are feeding off of the fear and anxiety and low emotions Mm -hmm. that people get put into Mm -hmm. there are structures in this world designed to enslave humans into those low frequency vibration emotions so my job or what I'm trying to do is help get people out of that into their higher frequency vibrations right Mm -hmm. elevate literally the vibration of your body of your soul to where you're emotionally instead of instead of being in fear anxiety shame depression anger all those kinds of things I want people to be in gratitude and joy and happiness and well-being and love right yeah because that is our monsters inc analogy Mm -hmm. but it ain't an analogy (laughs) right it's life it's life right Mm -hmm. and so you know for us to to change the world we've got to be more positive we've got to get ourselves into those other emotions so when I tell a joke when I'm being silly when I'm when I'm singing when I'm when I'm doing different things right i'm trying to help people at least for a small part of their day get in those other emotions because the more you can be in those other emotions even if it's just for a little bit during the day you make a huge huge impact to the collective energy of this world so that's one of the reasons why i use music and Some of the stories and other things like that as well, because the more we all can be in that, literally, we are affecting the collective energy in this world and in the universe.
0: Yeah. And I would, I would say that sometimes I feel like I live in a a bubble. Or maybe I've put myself in that bubble, but you know, in in my world, I feel a lot of love and a lot of joy and a lot of happiness. And then, you know, you get out and you like, let's talk about like your fans or your followers, or you look at social media uh, you start interacting with people online at the grocery store. And there's so much hurt. People are carrying so much hurt. It hurts me just hearing their story and feeling their pain oh I just I wish people were (laughs) able to let go of all of those things because like just like you were using in your your metaphor about Monster Inc both options are available yeah at all times both options were available but but sometimes you're blindsided to only one
1: well it is and I think you know sometimes uh, I mean and this is the other thing too because I guess one of the emotions that I forgot in that list is hope
0: yeah hope
1: and if you can have hope right if and if we can help give people hope right that's one of the greatest gifts that you can give anyone but i know a lot of times you know people i i get to live in a bubble too because i choose to create my bubble yeah and i choose to view or see the world in a certain way yeah and and so this is a lot of the same things are happening in my world that are happening in other people's worlds but I see challenges as opportunity
0: there you right go.
1: I see I see pain as a growth opportunity right and and try to transition from those things as, as soon as I can I mean Thank sometimes you. I don't do as good a job but I'm I'm there too I mean my podcast had dropped today was called Everybody Hurts Times.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right? REM song.
0: I I do have that song, yeah.
1: Yeah. And and so it's, you know, because we all do, but there are things that we all can do, right? And again, Ashley, you don't need to go save the world.
0: Yeah. I know I have some, to remind myself that.
1: Some people feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing anything unless I unless I save the world and I've got this huge Dharmic goal are you fucking kidding me what if you just smile I know to a stranger what if you give a joke or actually look at the person who's checking you out in the grocery store and you notice their name tag and you say Joan thank you have a nice day
0: mm-hmm.
1: Joan probably had a hundred or two hundred people go through that checkout. And almost nobody talked to Joan. Nobody saw Joan as a person. Even if you just see Joan as a person and you say something funny or you you compliment her on her outfit or her hair, her nails, or whatever, something that you know is important to that person, right? At least for that small second, Joan is seen. Joan feels valued, and we can all do that, right? I I, I learned this, one of the guys that I knew when I lived over in Germany for a while, he was a Russian immigrant who had come over. And I remember one of the stories that he told me about his mother, because his mother was kind of like a kind of kind of person right right? yeah his his dad was like a colonel in the military and so he kind of came from that sort of family
0: structures rural
1: structure all that stuff but I remember him telling me he said you know I used to walk past there was this really grumpy guy in the neighborhood you know Mm -hmm. like the 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 neighborhood grouch Yeah, he would always walk by, he'd he'd kind of yell at the kids or do other different stuff. And his mom like got on him She's like, it does not matter what that man does to you, what he says to you. Every day when you go by, you smile at him. You give him a smile every day. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. And
1: eventually things like that end up coming back. The guy kind of stopped doing that. Right. So what little things can we do? Right. To, to make somebody else's day brighter because when we do that we also make our own day brighter yeah right? so if, if 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 you're hurting if you're struggling one of the quickest ways to get out of it but two two quick ways one is turn whatever that pain is or the pity that you're feeling into gratitude oh yeah, yeah. find some way to express gratitude even if it's in your heart yell it out whatever of being grateful for whatever it is that you're going through right now because you might not understand it now but you will later you'll you'll understand later but if you can feel grateful now okay that's one way the other way is just go serve somebody just do something even if it's hey i haven't called my brother in a while i'm just going to call and talk to him for five minutes don't really like him but i'm going to call him and i'm going to tell him i love him I love we it. can do that we can we can say hi to you know when you when you're walking in the neighborhood just saying hi and waving or smiling to people that's a little something right they don't even have to be big things but something to give hope to give love to, to share something with the rest of the world. tell us tell a stupid joke just laugh you know what whatever right something to help ease other suffering and help raise the vibration of this world
0: yeah and i know that one of the mottos i have is kind of like if you put love out love is what's going to be returned so that's actually one of the reasons I started this podcast, like a year ago, over a year ago, is was like, I'm like, okay, well, the best way for me to learn my lessons to really grow in my lessons is to share them. And the more I share them, you know, to help other people, like the more growth I get from it. And so um, it's a win-win to me because I'm going to help people and maybe prevent them from having similar issues or knowing that they're not alone in this or whatever it may be. Yep. And
1: like, yeah, because every every well. little thing that we do helps.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And and I, and I think, too, you know, hearing people's stories.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, you sharing your story, you you showing up. Um, it helps people. Right. I mean, and and you you won't know the full impact that you're having that's okay
0: yeah
1: but you are having an
0: impact for it
1: (laughs) (laughs) you I can I I promise you you are having an impact because I know you
0: oh good you
1: are impacting the world in a positive way
0: I know I love it too (laughs) because I love smiling and I love being happy
1: (laughs) (laughs) well and see even just that right you smiling right there you giggling a little bit makes me want to smile and makes me want to
0: get a yeah, little like, little infectious. like infectious
1: it's infectious
0: yeah yeah in and c- contagious in a positive way <laughs> Not a well it's a,
1: it's a good contagious
0: right <laughs> yeah i know i know yeah. that word is such associated like it's a bad way but yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean when did you first start your podcast like, which one did you start first?
1: Uh, well, it was actually, I've got I've got two that are running now. Actually, I think um, Fire and Earth was the first one that I started um, back in 2019. And it was only a few months yeah, later that I started jamming with Jason. So it's been about four years now that okay. I've been doing those two. Um, I'm in the process now of probably starting a third one with another Ooh. co-host. Um, so we'll be talking probably a little bit more about
0: um so yeah wait distinguish yeah. all
1: three let's, let's distinguish all three yeah. so so fi the fire and earth podcast it's it, it's uh i do with my friend dr kathy Groover. so she's got a um kind of a, a a healing background uh you know as far as you know massage therapy hypnosis that kind of stuff she's kind of worked a lot in the, in that area i have more of the corporate kind of background and on that we really just kind of talk about anything that we feel like um talking about it's a co-hosted show so it's usually the two of us or sometimes we'll have a guest on
0: i've I've Um, listened to you guys have really great back and forth discussions you you play off of each other really well it's almost like you two are like sister and brother like
1: well we kind of are we joke about that that we're we're, yeah we're kind of like siblings from another mother kind of (laughs) there you go kind of a deal um so yeah we have that one in there I mean we've there's no no topic that's off-limit we've we've had all kinds of stuff astrologers we actually had a dominatrix on one time so that was kind of interesting uh, yeah. um we've had a bunch of hypnotists magicians because Kathy is really kind of plugged into the hip hypnotists and she's also um on the board of the Magic Castle so she knows a lot of mag- magicians and other okay. people like that so so we get a lot of performance kind of people on. Um, but we've had coaches and other people. It's it's really just trying to talk about anything that we we feel like is gonna help people unlock their potential and be better. <clears throat> and so so that one, like I said, that's been going for about four years. We're up to two hundred and fifty, sixty episodes on that one, something like that um and jamming with jason i've I've been doing almost as long that one started off more kind of technical to begin with so some of the older ones i'm talking more about audit and risk management so you know if that's your thing go back to the early episodes and and there might be some stuff in there for you but but really it's been transforming the last couple of years to be more um, leadership and personal development focused and kind of in the way the the, the magical mystery man mm, you talked yeah. about so yes. i'll talk about things like ice cream but i'm not talking about ice cream <laughs> I you know, love that. <laughs> and i'll i'll uh you know i do share a lot of stuff about music because i love music so I've i've been incorporating more music in there it's, it's a little tricky because the hard part is if I, if I play stuff then like YouTube and everybody's like, uh, copyright issue yeah. and all that kind yeah. of bullshit. But, um, so trying to in- incorporate more of that in more of the storytelling and, and a lot of the guests that I have on are people who I think are doing some amazing things like you in the world. cast. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and people that I think are, Are good examples of what can be. And what people can work through right to be able to help give people that that message of hope to realize you're not the only one going through whatever it is that you're going through. Mm -hmm. Um, And and recently, you know, and I and i'm going to get i'm going to go more there is more kind of from the spiritual soulful side as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that, uh, you know, again, there's a lot of misunderstanding and misconceptions about what that is. And a lot of people who are talking about those things and they just really have no clue what they're talking about. And they're kind of missing the mark with a lot of it. Yeah. Um, so there'll be a little bit more about that. This this other one that I'm starting um, is, is going to be with Brad Miller um we're going to do at least a few to begin with. Um he's a lawyer, I'm a recovering accountant and so two guys kind of talking about more spiritually minded, being yourself and not necessarily needing to fit the the stereotype mm-hmm. of a professional, right? Because yeah. there's a there's a lot of people who are in a professional or scientific or analytical logical job who also are intuitive. Mm -hmm. and spiritual people, but they're kind of in the closet Mm -hmm. or they're curious, but they don't know where to go or who to talk to or any of that kind of stuff. So we're going to start touching on some of those kinds of topics a little bit more there. And and I'll be talking more of them on Jamming with Jason as well. So
0: Well, I'm excited to hear all of that because I think there is um, a need. I guess a need is the appropriate word. And even in my own life, again, that's one of the reasons I joined for the transformational program we ran, you had the option of joining this thing called inner circle after you had done TCP. And I joined it because I was hoping to learn a lot more about spiritual practices. So, um, and even though it was a really great community, I, for me personally, Everything I've basically learned spiritually has come from sitting in quiet time, like sitting and meditating and opening myself up and having these ideas come to me and wondering about them and sitting with them and puzzling them out, essentially.
1: Yeah, because there, there are certain spiritual practices that you can do, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot of different ways to do it uh, and a lot of different mediums that you can use, if you will. Right. So,
0: yeah, you use uh, music.
1: yeah, I use I use music or incorporate music into a lot of the things. So so like what you were saying, you know, sitting some people call it meditation, call it whatever you want to. Right. Yeah. But but there's there's a part of of quieting your mind or what you're really kind of doing is slowing the brainwave activity. There's several different methods that you can use to do that. There's breathing exercises. There's visualization, there's, you know, chanting, there's other things like that you can use, you can use music, you can use tones, you can use frequencies as well. Um, What I found is it's much quicker. Yeah, uh, for people to be able to actually use some of the music. Uh, So in fact, like I I never taught it before, but I just taught a music class, I, I did like a four or five week little music class. Mm -hmm. um to just share some of the stuff because a lot of people ask me questions and so you know and you'll you'll know this and maybe people that are listening who do meditative practices a lot of times to get in what would be considered an altered conscious state yeah usually takes minutes yeah sometimes hours right I mean you'll hear you'll hear people talking about you know, sitting in meditation for two hours, four hours, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, with music, literally within a few minutes, people can feel like their body melting and kind of going into this altered state of consciousness when you know how to use the music the right way, mm-hmm. uh, which to me, I, I've been kind of practicing it or using it, but I didn't realize how effective it could be until I actually kind of took some people through it, and they're like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Okay,
0: yeah." And yeah. so now, now this will be like a like a routine class, a quarterly class, or like, what are your thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Sky's I did open.
1: it. I did it. I've got it all recorded, so I'll make it available to people too, you know, afterwards. But I, I don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. Right. It was just it was one of those things where I. I felt from an intuition standpoint that I needed to do it so I did it and I've got something out there um so we'll see we'll see where it goes but like I said I just there's and and I guess to that point there's there's so many different ways that people can do it right for some people hypnosis works great they Mm -hmm. love it they don't want to do anything else great for some people music might work for some people walking in nature uh 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 aromatherapy you know essential oils some people as crystals I mean there are so many different modalities and mediums that you can use uh to do certain things so I'll, I'll just give you one example is most people uh that are more spiritually minded they they like to clean cleanse themselves or cleanse the energy right yeah so most people know about smudging Mm -hmm. right using sage is what a lot of people use but there's other things you can use as well but you can use smudging to clear energy but you can also use a lot of other things that nobody talks about yeah you can use use, use frequencies and tones and incense you can use uh, crystals Mm -hmm. Uh, you can use music and sound vibration yeah. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to do these things and so i i think you know for me it's more about trying to raise some of the awareness of other ways of doing things yeah so that people can find out what works best for them
0: yeah because not everybody is the same and no. i mean i think that even circles back to our uh, front half of the conversation where we were kind of talking about each person is like unique and you don't want to take away their free will but when you tell people there's only one way to do it it's not that you're taking away their free will it's just you're you're limiting the possibilities that exist for that person so sometimes like when you tell people the house you
1: yeah or or as you are sharing sometimes you make people who receive or process differently feel like they're not good or they don't know how to do it yeah yeah something wrong
0: uh, with what they're doing
1: yeah right and it's but as an example i'll just share this right is a lot of people when they close their eyes and they're you know connected or talk about things like third eye opening and all that kind of stuff you know i see dead people i talk to dead people whatever right Well, for people that don't do that, or maybe that's not their gift or they're not to that point, they feel like, well, I must be doing something wrong because I'm not talking to dead people,
0: Mm -hmm. right? Yeah.
1: And it's like, no, you're not doing anything wrong. When I close my eyes, I see black, right? A lot of people don't realize that, but I'm processing and I'm receiving and I don't hear voices, but I have knowings.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's, and it's a different way of processing or receiving than maybe somebody who hears voices. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And so just because I receive it or I prefer, you know, or I'm good at doing something different doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with me. Right. But I see that a lot of times and it kind of goes back to that coaching discussion we had before that a lot of times people are out there kind of telling people what they should be doing or what they should be experiencing and it's like again there's eight billion people on this earth right yeah. we're all a little bit different
0: i but. used to think that i didn't have a connection with crystals because like you know when i would hear people talk about crystals they were receiving so much energy and i was like i this is not vibrating for me this isn't warming up this isn't doing anything and um Muldervite was different. But outside of that one, I'm like, I don't feel anything, blah, blah, blah. But what I really realized was because you know, somebody said, well, just keep working with them. You never know when you're gonna feel something. And so I was like, okay. So I mean, I continue to work with them and nothing that I experienced changed, but my understanding changed because I noticed if I was gonna maybe do a presentation, I was really nervous about it or you know, I was going to be a, on a podcast interview or something like that. I would grab whatever crystal drew my eye. And I noticed that my energy was calmer, like whatever. It's like my energy was being transposed to this. And I was like, okay, so I can't receive, but I can give I do have a connection, but I wouldn't have known that because nobody explained the variations of what you can go through. I only knew one way. And I was like, well, that's not working for me so I just don't I don't have a connection and that was my assumption and that's really because I'm also a hypnotist like when you think something that that thinking can block you mm-hmm. you know it's like the 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 saying oh gosh my spirit guides are always telling me this thing you know not knowing is knowing like stop knowing so that you can know like
1: well and and don't let your clarity blind you
0: yeah that's right. a cool I mean way of that's, Putting it, yeah. That's
1: a lot of times we think we have the answers, but yeah. in thinking that we we blind ourselves. And it was well, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up. Right? So for those of you watching the video, if you guys can watch the video, Jason's got a big old thing here of different crystals, right? Yeah,
0: they're nice, large size
1: ones. They're, they're nice. They're nice kind of palm stone ones.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I I treat them, and like you said, there's giving and there's receiving of everything
0: yeah well yeah
1: there's reciprocity in life right so so crystals give you something you give the crystal something as well right there's the balance there has to be the balance and so I actually treat those I don't I'm not like a guru when it comes to crystals I do have a lot of different crystals around and I use them for certain things in fact I have that same tree that you have right there. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I love it. <laughs> anyway, but but what I do is I allow myself to be intuitive. And so a lot of times when I'm on a call uh, with people or I'm listening to something, I will just reach over and I will know which one to grab. And I just hold on to it uh-huh. in my hand for a little while. And I kind of think of it like, like uh, crystal pharmaceuticals. Not like crystal meth.
0: (laughs) Pharmaceuticals. There's your jokes, everyone. (laughs) There's my joke. Ah!
1: But but you know that for some reason I need that at that point, just like you described. Right? Sometimes you might be feeling a little nervous. You feel drawn to one particular thing. Some of that nervousness is probably being transmuted to the crystal. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, you're giving it something and it's giving you something to help give you what you need at that point. Like I said, there's so many different um, ways and, and, and things that you can do. That's just one example, right? But there's so many different ways and different things work for different people. And different things work better, maybe at certain times than others, or you might change. And for a while you might be drawn to something and then you're drawn to something else later. And that's okay, because we all have our own
0: path that we're we're kind of going down. So and those paths are very curvy. (laughs) So let me ask you, um, so what was like a really hard obstacle for you to kind of overcome, transmute in your own ways, like
1: which one you want to talk about
0: <laughs> which one are you open to sharing international I mean, man of book, international
1: so. man of mystery that can't let the lead everything out of the bag right I know no I think um you know I mean I've gone through I, I don't I don't I don't share a lot of the things I mean it depends on what when I feel whatever I happen to but suffice it to say most of the things that people have gone through that they think are shitty things in life. I've gone through a lot of them. Yeah. I don't tell people about it, but, um, and I've gotten better at just kind of getting through them quicker, mm-hmm. but probably, you know, a big one that, um, that I haven't open haven't shared that much publicly with a lot of people, but was, um my breaking away from religion okay so when i when i when i grew up um i was raised mormon
0: oh i didn't Uh, know that okay
1: yeah yeah and um anyway long story behind that but when you when you leave a church like the mormon church yeah it's kind of like leaving psych Scientology or yeah. Yeah. a lot of other things where you're not just giving up a religion you're giving up your whole life.
0: Yeah. Scarlet Most of the people, letter is you... coming in my head. Like what? Scarlet letter is coming in my head because she much. she had to leave her village and be outside and not only that but she had to wear a letter to remind her, you know, but you don't have the letter but you you're essentially no Remarked. longer guided. Yeah. to know these people anymore.
1: Yeah, and so there's there's a lot of and it, and it's not just limited to religion, but sometimes when people have to make a change, they have to give up everything to make that change. <laughs> yeah. So in the, in that instance, um, you know, I gave up my marriage, I gave up my kids, uh, I gave up my friends, I gave up uh, you know, a lot of things that were kind of tied to that because in that religion in particular there's a lot of your social life that's all tied up in the church as well
0: yes they do everything together
1: yeah and so you have to kind of walk away from everything which which is hard to do it took me several years to actually have the courage to do it because I know it was going to kind of blow up my life Mm -hmm. right yeah um but I've gone through that but then the interesting thing too was that you know when you do that I would I kind of threw out everything right and I was throwing out the baby with the bathwater unfortunately oh okay and there's a yeah. great story behind that if you want to know why they why we have some of those colloquialisms I'll tell you that too
0: oh okay that'd be Pretty interesting, interesting. I hear it all the time
1: yeah okay. yeah you hear yeah. it all the time so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that story too but but what's interesting is that um you know then I went from throwing everything out to being oh I'm an atheist now because if if there were certain parts that I knew were not right But there were other parts that I knew were true. So it's like, nope, now I'm going to be an atheist. Well, that didn't last for very long because I'm not an atheist.
0: Right. Then I'll
1: I'll be an agnostic, right? right? And now I'm a very spiritual kind of person because I've been able to reconcile the truths that I learned as a child and was taught in religion because there are truths all around us in every religion in the symbols that we see there are truths all around us right and and now as I've you know again I keep kind of evolving I I see it's, it's it's like I'm putting together this puzzle and it's like you know 20 years ago I knew that this puzzle piece sitting over here is a part of the puzzle and I knew it was true And I had a connection to it, but I had no idea where it fit. And now 20 years later, it's like, oh, there's that other piece and they fit
0: together. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so that's been a lot of, a lot of my, uh, my going as well, you know, in, in my evolution.
0: I think that speaks a lot to love. To me personally, that's my perspective when you're saying this, like when you're saying two different pieces that you were at a point in your life where you weren't ready to recognize a piece over here, but you saw this piece and then they came together to me, that speaks of a little more love and understanding that you have acknowledged and, you know, created within you. Now you get to share that externally because it exists within you.
1: Well, it does. And I think too, that it's, um, I've, I've literally traveled millions of miles. I have been to 48 of the 50 States. I've been to 35 to 40 countries in the world. Wow. I know people from all over. I've no walked wonder the, you're
0: international the alleyways.
1: <laughs> I'm in, I'm literally an international man of mystery. I taught CIA training and was part of the NSA for a while. So,
0: I can't tell if that's a joke or serious, but I love it. It's
1: it's serious and a joke. So maybe later I'll have to tell you that one. Um, but yeah, so I was showing up all over the, and people d- don't didn't know what I was doing and they still don't know what I was doing. But anyway, um, but yeah, so I think I have been able to reconcile a lot too, that I have a lot more compassion and love for other people. Because where most people might look at somebody who has a different belief structure or, or different background than they do and think, well, that person's kind of stupid, right? They, they don't really understand how the world is, Mm -hmm. but I can look at anyone and I can understand why they're the way that they are. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, I understand what they've been taught what they were indoctrinated with
0: yeah. where
1: they grew up in the world and why they probably believe some of the things that they believe some of which are false I mean honestly a lot of the stuff that we're taught in this world are lies <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah well okay. there was an agenda even back then so
1: there has always been an agenda yeah, yeah there's always been an agenda and but but a lot of what people believe is also true, and so you can have compassion for other people as well, because I was that person I'm still that person
0: I was that place. person too, so I can understand
1: right and and it doesn't make anybody you know right or wrong good or bad, but it's it's just who they are and understanding the station in life or where they're at at that point mm-hmm. and and if if that's where they want to stay fine right fine if they want to change if they want to start questioning some of those beliefs if they want to start throwing off some of those structures that they've been living with for so long I understand oh yeah and can help them to start asking themselves some of those questions and reconcile a lot of this stuff right Yeah, Because like I said, I've spent a lot of time reconciling a lot of the things that I was taught before and other stuff. And it's like, oh, that's why I always kind of believed that. But it didn't make a lot of sense. Now I understand why it makes a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat, too. And I find that um, more things keep showing up for me like that. So Mm I know you never know when it's going to hit you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah
1: so anyway you want to hear yeah. the colloquialism yeah. stuff too
0: yeah let's hear it Let's. we got to
1: have some nice trivia on here as well so there's there's certain um sayings that we have in the English language that actually go back to uh medieval England okay mm-hmm. and one of those is throwing out the baby with the bathwater, right okay. because because when people would um we didn't have showers back then right And Mm -hmm. so typically what would happen is there would be an order in which you would take a bath. I mean, I remember I actually did this when I was a kid because we had a cabin with no running water or anything like that. So when we'd go up there, we actually would like get in the old bathtub and pour the,
0: you know, have to heat
1: the water up and pour it over ourselves. Full experience, right?
0: Mm -hmm, Yeah.
1: Um, You know, I bathe once a week whether I need it or not. You know, (laughs) that was another saying because people usually only took a bath once a week.
0: But it's a lot of work to take a bath.
1: It's a lot of work because you had you had to heat the water up.
0: Not you know, and you had to
1: heat it? up a lot of it. Yeah. So anyway, where that comes from, because the you know, typically the adults would wash first and then the babies would be at the end. So the water was always dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so it was. It was you know, be careful that the baby's not you know floating down in the bottom and you don't see it. So, so that's where that comes from. Don't throw out the baby with the bath water.
0: Oh wow! Um,
1: and there's some other ones around that if you've ever heard of being piss poor. Oh huh, yeah, and,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And not having a pot to piss in. Yep.
0: Yeah, that one I definitely. You yeah. heard that
1: right? And dirt yeah. poor. Well,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where those came from is again in the old days. If you were poor, you didn't have a floor, you had dirt on mm-hmm. the floor. That's right. So you were too. you were dirt poor. Yeah. Right? If you had a pot to piss in, then you were still poor, but at least you could buy a pot and everybody like, would urinate you were medium
0: it. wealth. You were mid-class. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well so everybody would would urinate and then they would they could sell the urine to the what? tanners no I, i'm serious right so so if you if you had a little bit of money so you had a a pot then you could actually earn a little bit of money by selling oh, your urine wow. to the tanners but if you if you were even poorer then you didn't have a pot to piss in meaning you couldn't even buy a pot to do that cuz you didn't right. even have enough money
0: yeah you didn't you couldn't even make a residue income man like
1: yeah (laughs) so anyway it's just and it's funny to me how because words are important and as a writer you know that too yeah. but there's a lot of sayings and a lot of words that we use that we don't
0: we don't know why we use them
1: we don't know why we use them and understanding why we use them to me that just opens up the magic a little bit more now too
0: And this makes the episode totally full circle because (laughs) this is exactly why Jason always stood out for me. I loved all his stories. Do you see what he knows? It's like freaking amazing. And there's just like all of these things that you're like, really, really? (laughs) Like, I love it. I love it. That's why I had you on here because you, you're a great storyteller. I can't wait for you to, okay. So just for the audience, I was on his show we talked about my book, The Birth Challenge, and you know, he was kind enough to interview me. And and um, when when we were talking, I found out that he had written a book or at least started a book thirteen years ago. So now I lost why I was saying that. But, well,
1: because because it was both both of us had started the book thirteen years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, both of us had started a book thirteen years ago. So yeah, we we somehow keep coming full circle. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm halfway through a novel. I don't know if I'll pull it out and redo it again. But anyway, yeah. So we've got the writer connection, too. Well, and I and I guess that's another thing, too, that um, to kind of tie back into what we were talking about before, you know, a little bit with, you know, a lot of people are hurting. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of divisiveness in this world, you know, just smiling, just trying to be kind to somebody in any way that you can but but the other thing that that you sharing that reminded me about is our world is so divisive and we we're taught to look for the differences and a lot of times people will focus on the differences right yeah so I can look at Ashley and say well Ashley you're a woman I'm a man yeah we're both wearing glasses but you know you've got kind of reddish hair I have no hair (laughs) <laughs> right. So I can choose to focus on those things or I can say, Hey, we have the same, uh, you know, crystal tree. We're both wearing glasses.
0: We're, we're both, both authors. We yeah. both
1: 13 years ago, you know, we're in the process of writing a book, mm-hmm. you know, we're both, we both podcasts. Podcast. Shows, That's right.
0: right. Yeah. So,
1: so one of the other little takeaways for people as well is, start looking for ways that you're similar to other people. Yeah. Right. Because if you look, you will find ways that you are similar to other people and you will find ways to like that other person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've got to see. Cause me.
1: I like you, Ashley. Well,
0: I like <laughs> you too. I enjoy talking to you. I mean, I, I, I hope everyone that's listening right now has learned something. There's several takeaways. There is, you know, turn your pain into being grateful, you know, question everything, you know, knowing that you have the free will to make these choices for yourself. There's just so many things that like, you know. There's just, I'm thinking about how empathy can set your heart on fire. That is literally what was coming to me. And I was like, I can't say that. That doesn't make sense, but it does. Yes, you can.
1: It totally makes sense. And I'm gonna write that one down too. Empathy.
0: <laughs> My downloads that come to me. Set
1: your heart on fire. Well, yeah. no, cause it, it, um, and I will, well, I'll share this then too. If you, our um, heart, is love energy right
0: mm-hmm, yeah and
1: again so we can think about it pumps blood through our through our bodies and all that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. you can also think of your of your heart as and, and what i try to do sometimes is think of it like a, like a, a bright bulb
0: okay yeah like and is what i was going to
1: yeah and that that almost like i'm a lighthouse and so when I am feeling love when I am feeling empathy it can set my heart on fire Mm -hmm. and when I feel my heart on fire what I want to do is share that with other people and so I can imagine this energy building up into my heart and then I radiate that out into the world, just like I'm a lighthouse or a candle. Yeah. And if people would spend a couple minutes every day, and just kind of do that, allow that empathy, allow that love to come into your heart, to feel the gratitude for it. And then to kind of imagine that you are projecting and sending those light rays out across the world you don't know how much you would be helping this world if you just take 30 seconds a day to imagine that and to actually feel it and share that love you will be making a huge difference in the world and A lot bigger difference than a lot of other things that you could be doing.
0: Yeah, because everything's energy.
1: Everything is energy. And the more that you can share that energy, Monsters Inc.
0: That's right. That's right. I love to see you tied it in so good. That's because you're a podcaster. You
1: and I think I'm over here playing my drums. I
0: I know. I, I do enjoy your music capabilities abilities I don't know the right word is for that but yes but thank you so much for being on the podcast thank you everyone for listening I am looking forward to seeing what happens you know I know because it's just so the audience knows he's actually one of the people who have downloaded my chapter one of the birth challenge and is reading it so I am looking forward to hearing what he has to say about this the mystery man so the international
1: Man of mysteries.
0: He's going to find things in my book that I didn't even know of. That's what's so amazing about knowing people. um, And what, when you put something out in the world, you know, you have no idea what that's going to do for another person. And then Jason's going to read this and come back to me and be like, Did you know this ties into something in Egypt? And I'm going to be like, What? That's mind blowing. (laughs) And I'm going
1: to. Yeah, that's why I'm just for everybody who's listening, go download it. I've gone through the first half of the first chapter so far before we talk today, but it's fabulous. And I'm very excited to have that discussion with you because there's going to be a lot of things that are going to come up and you're going to be
0: like, what?
1: I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I can't wait for this discussion. We'll be on one of our podcasts. So follow us both. Like and follow Jason. You already know about two of the podcasts that he has out right now, Jamming with Jason and Earth and Fire. I've listened to them. It's, it's They're both enjoyable. And now I'm super intrigued about his third one with the lawyer talking about spiritual stuff and really embracing it in your corporate professional world and claiming who you really are. So that's super exciting. I'm very grateful for people like Jason who are out there being that heartfelt leader, paving the path for everybody to make it easier. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me. You're
0: welcome. All right, everyone, you matter.
1: And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. The fact that you listened to this entire episode means you got value and others will too. Do me a favor and leave a five-star review with comments and then share with others. You can also check out all of my videos on my YouTube channel and my website, jasonmefford.com. This podcast is primarily for education and commentary and does not represent professional advice. Views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.